Hello everyone, this is Sam Brady, the GameQ. Hey, the following episode was one that was recorded a very long time ago. The show has been on hiatus a little unexpectedly for quite some time. I had a lot of life happen at once, and unfortunately this is something that, that needed to take a, a back seat uh, through all that. But I'm, I'm so happy to release this one to you too. This one has a very special guest, Mika Howard from Love to Hate from D&D. You might hide some references from her calling Love to Hate a new project. It's not a new project anymore, and it's just a delightful, incredibly wonderful show. So please check that out and please support Nika. She's a she's an incredibly talented creator and uh, just just a true tr talent and a treasure. And it, uh, just, it was so fun to record this with her. It's such an honor of my life to call her my friend. Uh, so I apologize to everyone who participated in this that it, that it was so hugely, incredibly delayed. Uh, another comment that I wanted to make before the episode is that there's some reference to Kevin Spacey in this kind of as a joke because uh, Eli does such a, a dulcet-toned southern accent and that was just a comparison we were making at this time. This was before, prior to some of the rev uh, revelations we had about Kevin Spacey's sexual abuse and harassment of and uh, inappropriate conduct towards folks. So we don't make any reference towards that, and that is why, and we certainly wouldn't be making Kevin Spacey jokes uh, were we to have that full context at that time. Uh, so I, I hope you'll, you'll, you'll just, just bear that in mind as, as you hear the dated episode, but one that I'm still very proud of and, and, and really loved. And thanks so much, guys. The, oh, one last thing. There's an audio drama that's mentioned here as probably coming up before that. That was recorded around the same time. I think on the exact same day. Uh, it, it stars and features Nika Howard as well. And that will be released on this feed at some point in, in the future. And I'm very excited for you to hear that too. So just know that that is in the works. And there's a couple more old highly logical episodes I want to restore and release here on this feed and at some point in the future be recording new ones but I can't exactly promise when that'll be. Thanks guys and thank you so much for your interest in the show and in Trek and in everything like that. I, I, I really enjoy exploring the final frontier with all of you. Thank you. Bye. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to uh, highly illogical <laughs> a Star Trek. Sometimes role playing, sometimes audio drama, sometimes, just whatever. Just a, a Star Trek show. If you're here, you probably know what it is. If not, buckle up. I don't know why I'm overly hostile to you, the dear listener, right now. But welcome, welcome on board. We got a really fun one. This is one that's been in the works for a while because we have a celebrity all-star super fun guest today. The, you know her from Dungeons & Dragons podcast, from writing on Sayer, and from Monster Hearts, the one, the only, the Nika Um, Gosh, I can't, you hyped me up too much. <laughs> so good, Sam. I'm excited I'm here. Well, I was excited before, but now I'm super excited. I was, I'm here. Awesome, Landon. I know you know you know this factoid about Nika, uh, but Ben and Eli. Did you know that Nika is my first uh, game master? I did not know that. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, it was for GeekCon one. I was so very late. I was on like the waiting list, and then I got in, and then I basically was like, I want to be a little role playing game. Why is anyone including me? 
And I got into this role-playing game with that Nika was hosting, and I didn't know what to do. And I basically said I was all ready and showed up without a character sheet. <laughs> I was just that guy the entire time. No, but She's it was very perfect. nice. <laughs> you did great, and Sam. Oberyn, Oberyn was his character, and he would always give gold to um, an NPC character, Kai. And it was so good. And then in I made canon in my head that, um, you know, a long time later... Maybe they ran away and they got married together. It was it was sweet and I loved it. It was so good. It was true RPG romance. Yes, it was good. And Oberyn deserves happiness. (laughs) He's a good boy for sure. Impulsive, drunk, stupid, but a good boy. He does mean well. And with us in that game was Landon. Landon, we're doing a reunion show. Yes, we are. We're all together. The, the Star Trek was just a front. We're playing D&D. I'm going to make me a DM. It's gonna be <laughs> I am excited to be here. And it's been a long time since I've played a game with Nika, too. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why anyone ever comes with anything. <laughs> I mean, well, Landon, who do you play? I play Varen Griggs. He is a ship surgeon as well as kind of the leading xenobiologist, I guess, on the ship. Mm -hmm. Varen Griggs is a joined trill. Uh, And for people who don't know what that means, it's a particular species. They're my favorite. I had this just death of my life crush on Jezia Dax growing up in Star Trek. Same. And she actually helped me come to terms with a little bit of sexuality stuff with me. Oh. She's got a very pansexual attitude towards the universe that I find, like, rarely depicted in media. It's it's a specific thing I think is great. And so she meant a lot to me a lot of ways. But what they are is they live different lifetimes. Hello, Taylor! Hey, Taylor, let's just count you in. Because we, we just started introing people. No worries. We'll just keep going, and we'll, we'll circle back. Uh, I'll until you last, and we'll just count you in at some point before then. Thanks, my man. So Landon plays a joint trill, meaning he's lived different lifetimes, and this is—I uh, I don't know how many lifetimes uh, Grix has, has lived. I don't know if we've explored that. I know that I've imposed on you canon in the past. Yeah, I—I I think as far as kind of what I wrote down in my history. Uh, there's at least one that I know of that I gave a name that I can't seem to find now. That was more of a computer scientist type uh, mentality. Because I, th- I think I have the, for kind of like the Grix symbiote, as he's just, he loves to learn. So kind of like each new host that he goes into, they're usually like pinnacles of certain areas of science. So mm-hmm. like, you know, he might spend one lifetime just hyper focused of like computer sciencing programming that type of stuff maybe another lifetimes like focused on like the botany type stuff and then it just so happened that Varen, the host was hardcore like into biology so nice 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 and you know since we got a trill we got to do all those kind of campy episodes where everyone embodies micro personalities really randomly or what are your past lives as a criminal <laughs> So there's all kinds of sitcom-y things we gotta do with you at some point. Mm-hmm. And Landon, what's your character's name? Varen Grix, but just call him Grix, since that's the symbiote's name. G-R-I-T-S or? G-R-I-X. Oh, X. Grix. Yep, Grix. Okay. 
and we also have with us today Kevin Spacey. Hey, Kevin Spacey, you're turning 58 this year. Actually, just a couple weeks. So, do you have any fun uh, birthday plans coming up? Uh, no, I'm just gonna spend it with my family. I think. Okay, gotcha. You know, it's so good to have you at a Trek show because Patrick Stewart and some others. There's a big Shakespearean background that some people bring to Trek. You started your career in 1981 with Henry the Henry the Fourth Part One. Do you feel that like that there's something to that that crossover? Uh, I don't know if there's something to it, but but I definitely have some really big shoes to fill. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. And you're having a big year. Uh, Baby Driver out in theaters, Rebel in the Ride this year, Billionaire Boys Club. How do you, how do you, how do you stay so active? Um, just a lot of hard work and dedication, uh, but I am very happy to be here with you all. <laughs> cool. All right, Eli. <laughs> hey, Sam. It's, it's it's great to be here. Uh, did you know Kevin Spacey? Like, you didn't tell us Kevin Spacey was going to be here. That's very exciting. Uh, That's right. Kevin Spacey plays your character, Wainwright. You'll see it when he does the accent, Nika. It's 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 spot Georgian, on. and it's great. <laughs> Eli, who are you playing today? Uh, I believe I'm playing Jonas Wainwright. Uh, but if we are playing D and I'm playing Troy Stetson. He is a half elven ranger, and he is a bear companion. <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm in a D&D kid, uh, excuse me, D&D game right now with a bard who is just like, the most important thing to him is playing every night and just like showing up as rival. And he's basically just on tour now. He's <laughs> turned into like a really high stress tour where I'm really concerned about my brand. It's fun. Oh, nice. The guy's name is Trevor Winsong, I think. And also joining us today is Ben. How you doing, Ben? I'm doing great, Sam. How are you doing? Uh, Sam, Sam, my script hasn't downloaded. Yeah, don't. I don't know what to say now. What script? Oh, your script of when I write yeah. for you what to say all episode. Well, you better not fucking do okay. it. I don't. But it's not. It's not here yet. I'm not. Ben, I got a fucking brand to uphold, and you're gonna. <coughs> just kidding, guys. You didn't need to hear that. Yeah, I'm not good at this. I don't know what to say now, Sam. Ben, you are so great at this, and it's always such a joy to RP with you. Who do you play tonight? Uh, I play uh, Dr. Asher Cunningham. He's the uh, chief medical officer of the Grace Hopper. Dr. Daddy, yeah. So he's nursing a bit of a hangover right now, I think. In uh, probably. Because he, yeah. he got real drunk last episode on Romulan <laughs> Ale, which is legal. Wait, he's a doctor who frequently gets drunk. Do you guys ever have any concerns about him performing surgery or anything? No. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason I'm the best. Oh. There's yeah. a reason we have Gricks on the ship. Yeah, I, I think we kind of determined that uh, we kind of have the house and um, I forget that other doctor's name's relationship. Asher, oh, Asher Wilson. Yeah, Asher is very much the uh, the house on the ship. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay Gricks is not Wilson. And yeah. you know what? Yeah. To be honest, being doctor for Cunningham is kind of just the day job. He just goes off and be a Mission Impossible dude most of the time. Yeah. Smooching on the Betazoids and saving the ship. <laughs> it's all in a day's work. <laughs> right on. Taylor, are you ready to be counted in? Okay. Let's have you hit record. Have you hit record already? Okay, perfect. Let's do it on the count of engage. Uh, three, two, one, engage. I am recording, and I can tell that because there are waveforms in Audacity. Taylor! Hello! It's been so freaking long. I don't think I've ever been on this show. That's how long it's been. <laughs> <laughs> we were just holding up a, a photograph that we took of you, and you were fading out there. Yeah. Well, every time that I look at that photograph, it makes me laugh. <laughs> 
Get off. Get out. Get out. I've been Taylor. This has been great. I'll be here. Get the um, fuck out of this yeah, show. I am really glad to be back. It's been a long, long time. Life has. has been very busy. Okay. Gotcha. Well, it's good to see you. What's, what's new? Uh, what is new is that we have launched the third podcast on the Riverhouse Games uh, Network, and that's a micro-podcast called From the Jackals to the Shepherds. It's a five to eight minute long podcast uh, where I play the quiet year one week at a time. Literally one week at a time. So. Ooh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's cool. Sounds fun. It's cool. been super rewarding. Um, and it's allowed me to see, like, it, it has proved my hypothesis that it will be a way for me to, to track how I, me, Taylor, as a person, am changing throughout the year because of the way that the way that I tell stories changes. So, huh. How fun. That's cool. It's been pretty awesome. Um, and Game Chef is rolling around. There's two days left of it. I am laying out my game, which is about the emotional bonds between dragons and their riders um and there are some steamy moments in that game so i'm really excited about it mm. <laughs> i think you just got a listener and a reviewer in Nika there yeah heck yeah <laughs> steamy moments dragons and riders yeah mm-hmm. uh, i'm in heck yeah nice cool all right well is everyone ready to play some track yeah. Absolutely am. Um, I do want to point out to to Ben in particular what, uh, what I am drinking tonight. Oh. Is uh, a nice warm uh, can of hams out of my oh my minions. High class. Why? Why do you hate yourself? <laughs> mm. Don't, don't mm. drink the soap oh water. Oh my god. It's ah, delicious. Uh, and I'll be drinking. I'll, let's just start the show. Can't. <laughs> I, can't, I can't work under these circumstances. <laughs> what is your character's name? Uh, I am playing Tolan. Uh, I'm playing Tolan the Pain, the hotshot pilot. Oh, uh, you're I'm Andorian. I am blue, and I have antennas. And his antennas move around with his moods. You yeah. guys will all have to forgive um, all all of my Star Trek ignorance. So if I ask for clarification on what words you are speaking, that is why. Yeah. Please bear with me. No worries. No worries. This show is like for and by a lot of people who are new to track, as well as other people who are further along with the track journey. And, uh, and, and so, yeah, that, that, is, that is absolutely no trouble at all. There's a very open uh, community and experience here. I've kind of written the, the exposition for your character. You can refer to me whatever the fuck you want to be. But I've written the exposition for your character to give a lot of canon reasons why some of the track stuff going on around her might be a little new to her. Sure. But I think we're going to have a good time. Okay, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yes. Taylor, you ready? Landon, you ready? Yes. I'm ready. Eli, you ready? Yep. Ben, you ready? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Everyone who I've just mentioned, take off your headphones. You don't get to play yet. <laughs> oh, shit. Get the fuck out Wait, of my room. Who didn't you mention? You. you oh, okay. You okay. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll wave to you guys. I'll turn the camera on and, and wave when we're ready, but not yet. Oh, they can't hear me. Okay. Nika, how's it going? Oh, it's so good. How are you doing? <laughs> I am doing good. This look as pretty as here. It's so good. It's so good. All right, so, Vera. Yes. What does your second call you, do you think? In my, I wrote it in the script, and we can just totally not use this word, but I wrote the word mistress, but we can use whatever you think. Um. Vera, commander, boss. I kind of like, I don't know, I, I kind of like Mistress. Mistress? Yeah. 
Okay, we'll start there. Uh, Vera, you are in some sort of regeneration chamber. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're healing stuff. You don't remember why, but you know that if you are, that you are being healed, and you know that the memories will be forthcoming. You're kind of you you know at least that much. Okay. Uh, it opens. You can sense around you. The ship must be coming approaching a destination because it needs to be slowing down. And you hear your second say, "Mistress." Yes. Mistress, I, I apologize to interrupt your regeneration. Your memories are probably slow in coming back. You really got messed up before. So if anything needs to be explained to you or clarified to you, that is no problem. You cannot reach the limit of my patience. We've gotten word from our contact. There are three possible paths to getting us onto the invitation list. I wouldn't bother you if it wasn't urgent. But if you're ready, I can go over the three possible paths we have to get invited to this party. Well, it sounds like sooner the better. Okay. So here are the paths. First one. We could be colonial officers from an independent colony in the Reach. Apparently they didn't trust this event, and our contact says one of the worlds will officially deputize us. So the credentials are actually 100% legit. That's shit. That's, that's new to us. The other is, well, less reward and more risk, but it might be more personally satisfying. The Shirao slave traders. We've gotten word that they've forged credentials. We could overrun and kill their delegation. We'd acquire a bounty, and we'd be using weapons within a couple parsecs of the feds. But, well, you you might understand why that path has some special appeal to me. Also, we get to shoot big guns off right by the feds in front of their face hell yeah (laughs) so let's hear the third okay problem with that second one though while our contact can give us their credentials i can't be certain what the natures of those credentials are so it's a mystery behind door number two okay the third one uh, we'd be medical students from orion lunar prime they apparently invited although no one has ever come back from that school once they've gone to it Easy to afford credentials because nobody understands what the credentials should look like in the first place. But since we'd be so exotic, it would involve a lot of undue attention. My advice would be to use this as the backup to either going quiet or going loud because we can just take those at any time. No one knows what they're looking for. Agreed. And I think that that would just bring, like you said, too much attention, ask too many questions, and the less that we have to explain, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say let's go with the slave traders. Let's do it. He just is grinning ear to ear. <laughs> and by the way, we should explain who we are since you're coming out of focus there. The person that you're looking kind of up at is this fucking huge beef boy. I mean, this guy is like eight foot tall. You don't know how many pounds, but just a hulking Built like a truck. Flesh. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the listener will have heard our audio drama right now. So that is established in the listener's mind is canon. So you know, perfect. So they know a little bit about their origin, everything like that. But he's really kept up the whole guard thing ever since. Uh, as he's gotten more control over his life, that's one of the things he, he has kept up very rigorously, uh, including with all the different, you know, steroids augments that go along with that. So mm-hmm. he's, he's a fucking truck. Uh, and then why don't you describe your character for the listener? Oh, gosh. Um, so Vera, um, she is an Orion, which I understand is a green person. Yes. Um, she's basically like a space pirate who um, is very kind of like, from what I was reading, very like carefree to the wind, but she is loyal to people that she cares about. 
<laughs> um, she also, you know, she wants to go out and make make a living for herself, and she wants to run her space pirate business <laughs> <laughs> as best as she can. Um, like, do you want like physical description and everything? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I was okay. what, you, what you picture she looks like. I, I really kind of like the picture that you had sent over, actually. Um, so she, I would say she has very, like, very feminine features, um, kind of, like, long hair, probably darker, almost like a black-blue hair um, with blue eyes. Can can Orion's have group blue eyes? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And besides, if not, you're... you're, you're you're one who mods themselves. Okay. Do whatever sure. you want. Um, so I, I do like the idea that maybe it is this kind of almost manufactured look that she has. Like, it seems just a little unnatural without being too standout-ish. So just like this super, like, striking, um, like, dark navy hair, bright blue eyes, and then just like a really lovely green for her skin. Beautiful. Okay, so I'm going to get everyone back in now. Okay. I put headphones back Welcome on. Back. Should I do that? Yes. No. No. Okay. <laughs> Turn I didn't them know off. Get that out of no. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing DDGs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't know if that was get back on or I just saw something scary. Nika's <laughs> <laughs> bullying me. <laughs> get away from her. It's scary. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, Tolan. Tolan and Chris. Yes, sir. Okay. You two have been inbound for quite some time to this Orion conference. You can read up on it. Uh, to say the word Orion is a little bit misnomer, that's just a subject of it, but it's not being hosted by them in particular. In fact, it's not being hosted by much of anyone. It's a... It's a series of different organizations. John Hopkins uh, Medical Research School on Earth, the Vulcan Science Institute. There's some public policy uh, forums as well. Um, but there's a bunch of different people putting on, on this, this conference for uh, ostensibly for a better sharing of medical information when it comes to Orions, and specifically Orion civilians <laughs> that exist in a lot of different free space. Um, I, I could go more into that, but, but I'll give you guys opportunities to either learn about that or not learn about that in the conference as you see fit. You're coming up on this planet, as you can see here um, on, this, on the screen. Taylor, did you get to the roll 20? I, I certainly have, Sam, and <laughs> I will prove it to you by you sending me that link. <laughs> I will tell you what's there momentarily. <laughs> exactly. So Tolan's taking a ship. Grix, you can see out the window this like gorgeous planet. There's these fiery rings around this almost Saturn-looking thing and this green stuff there, and this kind of spider web of mech over the course of the planet. Although it's totally dead and dark, it doesn't. It's not lit up, and, and there's not not ships moving around there. This is your shuttle, by the way, that's moving around on the screen right now oh, over the planet. Okay. And that's the planet beneath you, and that starbase is kind of where it's being hosted out there. You are outside of Federation space, you are in the triangle. But that, what you understand to be on the planet, are kind of ruins. Orions are one of those those, those civilizations that used to span the galaxy, and, but those days are long past. There are more empty Orion cities, or what used to be Orion cities, than there are currently Orion cities. And this is one of those such places.
uh, at some point, Tolan comes back out, and you guys can both see this if you don't say hello. So anyway, as I was telling you, at the Babel Conference, the Orions snuck a spy disguised as an Andorian. And that's who the assassin was that killed the Tellerite. So, as I was just talking about, they're just another one of the people who have been spying on the Andorians for centuries. <laughs> and that's why we shouldn't trust them. <laughs> Tolan always the xenophobe with the grudge. <laughs> Tolan, uh, or I guess Taylor, are you? is your character a human? Uh, no, I am. Oh, are you the, the yeah, we're the blue, blue people, people with the, the antenna? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, uh, ah, that was uh, quite the story, Tolan. <laughs> Over time, just a thumbs up as I sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Over time, a lot of other things kind of come into focus. There is a um, a civilian ship. That's the ship here. This has a lot of different people from Federation, including uh, delegation John Hopkins. There's a Starfleet science ship that's over here. Uh, there's a Klingon ship. Uh, they have there's one house that was invited as well that, that showed some interest there. Not sure why. The ship, if you look at it, is an old, 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 old bird of prey. Um, I could blow the ship up a little bit too, but if you oh my gosh, what am I open? Okay, here we go. Uh, <laughs> if you look at it closely, Taylor, you can probably recognize that from like Enterprise era. So we're talking, we're oh. talking like. Miracle that it's in space. Uh, yeah. Um, I would love to use an aspect that I'm sure Tolan has, but it has been virtual years. Um, so, as as like the son of dignitaries, would Tolan kind of recognize any of the markings on the the Klingon dignitary? Yeah, show? rule something and give yourself a plus two. Okay. Um, I am going to roll. Uh, really knowledge or resources? Actually, one of those two. I would love to roll resources because Tolan has a buttload yeah, of those. Yeah, yeah, And I just had to get that. Listen, I promise that I was prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, I rolled a one total. A one total? But then, oh, okay. no, I... Mm. Before you're bots. Boy. Yeah. Everything was ready, and then my router just, like, died. Oh, no worries, my man. Just now? No, that's oh, why I was oh, late. Oh, before. Okay. I, I thought was, you like, meant, like, just now, and I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, we could, um, without, just with the one with that information, you recognize the house, actually? So they are a house, I think it's more tech if that's not already a Klingon name, but I think that's what I've written down. Okay. Uh, they are a, a house that's been a little bit out of favor with the High Council for some time, but they have a long and rich old heritage, although it's been some time. They live right on the whole world in Kronos, and they were a little bit unorthodox for Klingons in having a lot of different people field their, their, their ships or be a part of them in full citizenship. Sometimes Klingons have other people's vassals. They would have different species like uh, some trill kind of go out there all over the galaxy. Uh, could, could actually rise in their ranks. Uh, Orions, certainly. Gorn, and, and others. So they were a little bit more forward-thinking, uh, open-minded, and cosmopolitan in that way. Uh, that's not who was in favor for a long time in the High Council. They were a lot more xenophobic, one species, only Klingon, and viewed other people's colonies. But, but they're here regardless. Okay. Um, 
with my resources and tapping the aspect for that plus two, I got a total of six on that roll. Would I possibly have a personal connection with someone from that house? Sure. You have a contact. Okay. You don't know if it's in that shit? Nice. Probably not. But you've, you've got a name and a subspace frequency. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. So you do have uh, living accommodations on the starbase. Uh, at some, after some time, another shuttle, Federation and Starfleet, warps in at extremely high warp. It's a bit of a, a, alarming to see because you know we're in free space. People typically go, don't go at high speeds unless there's something happening, mm-hmm. uh, and they hail you. Uh, on-screen computer. Okay. Ash Cunningham, you're you're talking to Shuttle One. Hello, Shuttle. How y'all doing? Asher, it has been a long ride, and I have missed your countenance. Uh, I missed you too, little boy Blue. I love you so much. You're a good boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we Captain decided to send us along with you too. Uh, I've got a friend here with me. S- say hello, Wainwright. Afternoon, everybody. Also, Cunningham, you owe me 20 bucks. You said that I could not make that warp speed, and uh, here we are. Uh, I think you forgot you're not remembering exactly who hit the button. Uh, that'd have been me. All right, fine. What is this 20 bucks you speak of? I don't understand that in Federation times. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I don't get um, it. Sir, one of your security officers turns up in the back. I think he's on that centrist fad where they're talking about old earth culture. <laughs> oh. He's talking about when they used to use money or something. It's just a saying, all right? You all know what I'm referring to. <laughs> Eli, can I just say that your voice sounds like warm molasses on a so June good. day? <laughs> and I just want, I don't even like sweet tea, but I just want to sit on my porch in a rocking chair with some sweet tea and picture, sit a spell. Of sweet tea. <laughs> like a George afternoon. <laughs> of course, yes. Well, it's making me sweat. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. Thank you. Um, no pressure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So, uh, in short order, you guys find yourself to the space station. The conference is uh, going to begin in some time. Um, if you guys choose to, there is uh, kind of an event beforehand uh, in one of the few screens overlooks this planet where it's just sort of a meal and some drinks um, with some of the folks there. Uh, if not, you guys could do a meal, extract that information, whatever you want to do. Sam, can I ask a question real quick? Yes. Um, is this conference primarily a... Is this conference primarily like a... A... Um, I, I guess, to not mince words, uh, is is there a reason why Wainwright would be sent other than to make sure that the doctor got here safely? Yes, there's a canon reason to be here. And it doesn't have anything to do with the conference. Uh, Ben's character, Asher Cunningham, became alarmed at weaponized auras that he felt that That's um, right. people okay. were using. You were in charge of the mission that kind of unearthed that. Right. Uh, so as, as the commanding officer of that mission with the rest of the ship being set up and stuff, uh, he was insistent on going, Admiral approved, you wanted to go with, as a, as a part of that team that discovered the information, might be relevant to the security of the Okay, well, obviously I knew that, but I figured <laughs> the audience would, would also um, want to know that. This has been recaps by Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little sad the Admiral approved it. 
Oh, you just thought you stole the ship? Yeah. You just want to go full McCoy all the goddamn time. <laughs> Fine. You say yes? Cool. I'll find some other way to rebel, Admiral. <laughs> Fine. I'll put racing straps on the, on the ship before we leave. I'm going to be in my, my sick bay. <laughs> Tolan would love that. The racing straps. You're not my commanding officer. <laughs> okay, so you guys are are uh, getting on board the the thing. It's old uh, and beautiful, kind of just like the planet. Uh, you can choose to head to the event, or you can choose to do whatever else you want to do. I think Toland would love to talk to Wainwright, especially if there was a bet against Asher Cunningham on something so ostentatious as going very fast. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I think Grix, being the, uh, the nerdy science boy that he is, uh, is probably going to head to the conference as soon as possible. Okay, they're all at the pre-event, but you can go there, and yeah. you can certainly brush your elbows. Uh, yeah. a lot of Other than he might stop by, a, you know, some little bar of some sort to get some, like, hot tea or something like that before sitting down listening to a lecture. Perfect. Brush up on notes. Grix, you, you have some uh, hot steamed tea there, and as you turn around from the bar to get it, you have this goddamn fucking huge beef boy kind of standing there, dressed in kind of, um, I'd almost say earth-looking clothes, like a black kind of mandarin collar uh, formal dress uh, uh, uniform. Uh, again, it reads to you as a little earthy, strangely. And beside him is is a gorgeous uh, green lady with blue eyes, dark, dark blue hair, um, who you kind of almost have to second take look at, who are just kind of standing right beside you there. Oh, sorry. Uh, hello there. Uh, my name is uh, Dr. Grix. Hello, my name is Vera. Hi, I'm Beast. <laughs> <laughs> How, how tall is uh, is beast? beast? He's like eight feet. I, I was really hoping yeah, Nico was a okay. beast boy. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys. So uh, yeah, yeah, I, I set this I all up so I can be a Orion lady. Yeah. yeah so. This isn't geekly random encounter Sailor Moon. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> so Gert's being all of like maybe pushing like six feet. It, you know, uh -huh. just kind of looks up and he's like, "Yeah, that's a. I'd say you're a beast." <laughs> <laughs> he smiles coldly and outstretches his hand in the Earth handshake action. I shake his hand. Hi, we're at this event as representatives of the trade union on Rigel Six. And Pleasure to meet one you. One of the people representing the. The Federation. Pleasure to meet you, too. Mm. Excellent. Are you here alone? Uh, there, there are <laughs> others. I just tend to be, I guess, a little more uh, studious and always willing to learn. And I kind of want to get the conference started and learn as much as I can. Others, eh, they have their own reasons. Well, intelligence is always something to be admired. And being independent is never a terrible thing. I thought so. Beast uh, looks at Vera for, for just a moment. Uh, and seeing or not seeing anything, he proceeds, smiles, says enjoy your tea. Wow, 
Would y'all like some too? Beast I'm has sure, that would be wonderful. Oh, sorry. No, no, no worries. I was going to say, Beast feels the, the need to take the lead, hesitates a bit, looks at Vera, and seems relieved when she starts talking. <laughs> she will sense his, like, uneasiness and just put, like, her hand on his arm to, like, try to calm him down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, like, keep him calm. Grix <laughs> <laughs> uh, will get up and head to the bar and bring back... Uh, Two more cups of hot chai tea. Grix, roll perception. I would have you roll roll hospitality, Grix. We already passed that flying colors of chai tea. Roll perception, okay. please. Perception. Okay. That is a two total. Okay. Uh, you briefly see that on uh, Beast's arms, kind of like from almost from upper wrist, almost even to the thumb area, like to the elbow, is covered in some sort of casing. Uh, But there's an insignia on there that seems to be a medical insignia. And you, with your medical background, understand that to be some sort of prosthetic, and it's identified as such. Uh, In a a conference or or, or thing like that, since it's so easy to hide anything anywhere, uh, things that are prosthetic are are particularly labeled in in that way, um, appear easily on scanners and kind of manifest their cargo easily. But so you see that a good chunk of him has been re- replaced uh, with a, with branding to indicate prosthetics. Mm. He sips the he drinks the entire chai tea in a shot. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I just want to ask you, what do you have against me, like particularly? Because I feel like this is a hit. I'm like a sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Big muscle boy who's just like chugging tea. Am I, am I checking all the boxes too? Yeah. yeah. Like nervous about taking the lead. I, I, oh. I gotta make the Andorian be in the bar. <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> Telling you what's going on from across the room. It, I think Wainwright and I are like in the corner talking about like engines and warp speeds. Yeah. Um, and you, yes. And I like. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing like the distracted like uh-huh. uh huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it goes zoom. And, and then uh, and, and then while while Tolan is distracted, like Wainwright is going into all the modifications that he made to the hopper and like his his insane theories about well if you if if you if you modify how the warp reactor works and pitch shift it a little bit, it it operates at like 15 percent more efficient. Uh, it's it you know it's it's a crazy theory I realize, but. Ever since I did it to the hopper, we've been doing pretty well. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, mm, yeah, it's like, um, I used to race back home, and it's like when you would just put more into the engine. Um, and I'm like looking at, <laughs> Tolan is looking at Wainwright, but the antenna <laughs> So how long is this beast towards T-Rex? Uh, how long until this this hits? I, I'm not familiar with this this, this art string. Does this get us fucked up now or, or when? <laughs> oh, oh, I, I'm sorry. That this isn't an alcohol. This is a, a tea. Oh, no problem. That's actually my preference. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> You'll have to forgive us. We've been traveling in space for a long time and have not had any tea ceremonies recently. <laughs> Uh, well, perhaps at some point, should you ever uh, find yourself uh, 
on board the Grace Hopper or something, uh, I would be glad to perform a tea ceremony. Perhaps after the conference, we could take a look around the ship. Uh, we took a shuttle. Sadly, the, our, our main ship is not here, so... Well, but, shuttle's better than nothing. You, you guys look up True. and see Beast has come back with six more chai teas. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get all jacked up on caffeine. <laughs> Wainwright, would you excuse me? Uh, yeah, yeah, Tolan, that's, that's, that's more than okay. Uh, so Tolan, I, I think Tolan would like get up and like push his chair back in and then hesitate a little bit and go, actually, no, Come on with me. We need. I need your techno babble. <laughs> All right, and then um, uh, and, and and then Wainwright gets up and and follows Stolen wherever he's going. Beelining it to Beast and just, I didn't mean to eavesdrop, but um, I, I I'm a personal friend of Grick's and this is my associate Wainwright. And um, if you're looking for any sort of ship tours or or what have you, yes, we only have two shuttles, but I can assure you. That my engineer Wainwright has has souped them up, and uh, I don't like to brag, but I used to race when I was a younger uh, younger boy, uh, growing up in some Andorian dignitaries, and we could we could do a, a demonstration and follow up with a Andorian tea ceremony. Now I have a question. Yeah, is Tolan speaking to Beast, like directly, like to Beast, or to the both of them? Uh, I think um, Tolan would be smart enough to um, to be formal and address both, but the antennas are still two beast. Two beast. <laughs> gotcha. And Vera, you're a you're a student of, of, of nature of, of, of people. You, I, I don't think there's there's much subtext that she misses there. Right. <laughs> two ships seems like good enough for racing. Beast says simply. <laughs> I basically just imagine that as this interaction is going on, Wainwright's looking back and forth from Tolan to Beast, and then he just cracks out just the slightest end of a smirk. <laughs> Good. Uh, well... Oh, please go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, um, oh, perhaps you could show... This is my... Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. What is that word for people who travel with you? And Companion? Yes, thank you. I couldn't think of it. Uh, this is my companion beast. Uh, my name is Vera, and she will hold out a like a hand, like very delicately, like she's very kind of graceful with the way that she moves. Um, mm-hmm. She will hold out a hand to Tolan uh, and to Wainwright, one hand, but obviously <laughs> not both. In both hands. <laughs> In both my hands. There you go. Here. It's customary for both hands to be smooched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tolan does some like formal footwork and like a half bow and kisses it. It's it's all very oh. like, formal and fancy. Yes, very formal. Um, and then uh, yes, well we we have some time before the occasion. Um, however, would we like to uh, do our demo? Boy. This is the problem with voicing formal characters when you are not. Um, let's see. It's like, uh, like Wainwright, in, um, would you like to help me out here, city, my good friend? City whenever they try to be fancy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> you would like two appetizers, please. Actually, no. This is fully in character. Tolan's like tripping over words, <laughs> and this is bad. 
Um, Wainwright, r- racing fast shuttles? Uh, or do we have time, Griggs? Uh, so, while I would be more than happy to uh, give you all a tour after the conference, uh, I, I don't know if it's appropriate at this time to, uh, to distract people from the reason we're here. Of course, of course. No, we would never think of being so obscene and vulgar. We can always wait till later. Sometimes it's better to wait. Obscene and vulgar. And she'll like smirk. As you say, obscene and vulgar, Beast has just finished his sixth chai tea. (laughs) (laughs) I, a light, a light touch on his shoulder and say, yes, let's save the obscenities and the vulgarity for after the, uh, (laughs) the occasion. All right, down boy. Let's raise this an eyebrow. (laughs) No time. I think it's starting, but you do owe me a race, Tolan. Uh, and oh, as with all things, I will capitulate. <laughs> and you guys can hear someone <laughs> speaking, a, a keynote speaker in one of the conference rooms over there. It's still overlooking the planet. I like to imagine there was a bar like on the other side of the room, and Ash was sitting there like, yep, yeah, this is why I'm here. Like, they're all already distracted. <laughs> and someone has to make sure that it doesn't go all bad. All right. It's all on how- me now. I like how you came here to warn uh, Gricks of eminent danger. As soon as you see a bar and the bar exploding, you're like, my work here is done. Yeah, my work here is done. Like, this is why I'm here. I'm I'm just going to handle it myself at this point. I mean. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I do have a question that it is just now um, coming to me to ask. Uh Um, But part of the Andorian formal wear is one of those, like, fist knives things. Yes. Did they take that? It's yeah, they're like large and what? not at all subtle. Um, <laughs> they're like, they're like a, one of those things that you hold, and then it's like a blade that goes uh, like that around your closed fist. And that that's just like if you're going to fancy dinner, you <laughs> got your fist. Yeah, blade. yeah. Formal um, Andorian fisting and no, blade. No, no formal occasion. Um, I'm sorry, Ben. What? Yeah, you could have a a, a simple uh, um, side weapon. I I think that. Um, you, you, hopefully, you guys will appreciate how um, this is a little bit outside the Federation in an area that has been Federation skeptic sometimes for some reason that might not be that unreasonable um, for a little while. So I, 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 I quickly caution you to be worried about how you are taken in this area where you're, you're not the hosts and it's strange for you to not be the hosts. But sure, you, you, you could certainly have that. I think if people did raise an eyebrow, Tolan would assure them that it's blunted, so, like, it's just ceremonial. Yeah, Beast looks disappointed at that. All right, the, uh... <laughs> so does Tolan. <laughs> <laughs> the ceremony begins. Uh, the keynote speaker is speaking there. Uh, uh, it's a person of, of uh, somewhat mixed heritage, that, but there's certainly some Orion uh, uh, present. Um, uh, but that's a little bit unmistakable. The person says, let me quickly express my heartfelt thanks for your participation in this conference. For so many citizens of our galaxy, there is, as birthright, so many advantages given that many of us would take for granted. A planet where, regardless of where you are born, there or or not there is some expectation of return where you can make a home. For Klingons, it's Kronos. For Romulans, it's Romulus. For humans, it's Earth, Mars, Lunar Alpha, Alpha Centauri, and so many others. For the symbiotes among us, that may be true. For so many of us, we have taken it as a matter of course that us and people like us can expect equal protection of the law no matter where you are. 
For many of us, no matter our choices or our circumstances, there is as a birthright of our heritage somewhere where we can seek asylum, medical treatment, food, counsel. These basic dignities of sentient life in our galaxy are not enjoyed by everyone. I would ask, like to ask some questions of the room. First, please raise your hand if you have been or have safely had the opportunity to visit Earth. Raise your hand if the same conditions would apply for you for Andoria, Kronos, uh, Minos Korva, Alpha Centauri, Hujem, Betazoid. Raise your hand if... Sam, do any of these apply Ooh. to me? At, at the... Um... <laughs> At the mention of Pajem, uh, Tolan looks around the room very pointedly uh, and sticks his hand up a little bit higher. Oh, you can go to Pajem, huh? Well, I mean, any Federation, but that's interesting. Okay. Anyways, Nika, no, and that's a bit of the point. Um, you you oh, notice okay. that a, okay. a lot of the Orions there aren't participating uh, either because they don't want to or can't in, in this quick exercise. But almost any human in the room gotcha. can keep their hand up the entire time if they're being honest with Go themselves. anywhere. Right. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> Raise your hand if that same freedom of travel or of asylum or control of your destiny has ever applied to Orion, that you can go there safely. Please keep your hand up if that's consistently been so. There are no hands. This conference is a collection of science, medical, public policy, and other outreach efforts. I want you to think about what your life would have been like if that same right of return, of, of freedom of destiny, wasn't there for you and all that that entails. Our goal is to start a dialogue, a peaceful, open-minded forum where advances in medical technology can be shared more broadly across different nation-states organizations, where resources can be brought to bear to make freedom, self-determination, and the universal rights of citizens of all stripes in our galaxy. And the conference kind of continues on in, in that point. Uh, Vera, you, you are very attuned to how Beast feels at things, and... Mm -hmm. A bit of the subject matter has him stressed, um, I will say there. Okay. Uh, now, I was... Originally, we had written this with a Betazoid in the party, um, and there's one now. But... Uh, so, that, that being the case, there would have been free information that people would have had here from how the room is feeling. I'm not going to give that for free like it would have before, but I want everyone to roll a perception for me. And you can... you can uh, I hate to keep tapping this what aspect, but I would love to tap my um, dignitary to see, it's, like, just have the passive knowledge of how dignitaries might be feeling in this, this well, moment? Well, no, you are not looking for the conference of the people. You're looking for the group, the feeling of the room. You can even use empathy as a status. That's better than your perception, because it, it's more I want you to see if you feel something in the room or not. Okay. Is it just rolling? How many dice do we you roll? You roll four, and you okay. add the successes minus the failures uh, and then do nothing for the neutrals uh, to okay. your stat. And then whatever I have, whatever number I have in that stat, then just add that. Yes. All right. So <clears throat> my roll canceled out, but my empathy is a three. So right now, Asher's looking around with three. Okay. I got a minus I... one total. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I got um, a four total. Okay. I have a four perception. Did you want perception or empathy? Whichever you would prefer. Whichever's better. Uh, let's go with perception. Uh, I think perception on your character sheet, yeah. Tolan got a seven. God, oh, fucking hell! Jeez. It's those antennas. Yeah, say. God damn! <laughs> also, at a at a certain point, I think Asher would like to leave the uh, room if there With was the, like where a everyone person. is. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. You can be making your way there. 
Uh, so, Wainwright, you are thinking about all these improvements you made to the warp coil, and why doesn't anyone care? 50% increase in efficiency, that's so goddamn good, and you get no respect. <laughs> so that's what's going on in your world. <laughs> Nika and Taylor, and spe- especially Taylor, there are brief ripples in kind of the, the, the collection of people here, uh, where people seem to be uh, reacting strangely or, or something, the kind of the mood of the room in these um, small groups of, of people seems to be changing. It's not you at all, not in your area one bit, uh, but in some other circles, some people are moving around in a way that, that's strange and, and, and just not there. Taylor, you uh, unmistakably understand that some people, it looks like some humans from the side of them, although you could be wrong, but look like humans, are very stressed. Hmm. Um, are they like, stressed at hearing words or just kind of generally uh, anxious and, and fussy. There's a around. big general discomfort, but it's it's escalating. Okay. Um, I would like to uh, just kind of tap Grix on the shoulder um, and then with my antenna, it would be the equivalent of, of doing the hey, check that o- <laughs> the over there head motion <laughs> but it's the antenna are moving. Everything else is still. Yeah, your character's um, adorable. And then... Um, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Tolan is going to like saddle over to the humans to get like closer uh, to see if he can't hear anything. You're walking there. Um, World yes. willpower. Oh boy. Ah, good. That's my, one of my worst ones. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Folks, I was say Grixel kind of came to what Tolan was pointing out with his antenna and just kind of keep an eye on a Tolan as he's maneuvering towards the, the humans. It is with great pleasure that I announce that I have rolled a minus four. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, shit. So, Taylor, you kind of missed a lot of the recent sessions where, like, because Ben's yes. scared of specific things, Nico's, like, on the know and looking out for specific things. People are kind of, like, on guard. But you're just like, I'm drinking chai tea. I'm flirting with a dude. I'm just having a good old mm-hmm. Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Well, there's going to be a race later? <laughs> Is there ever? All right. And, like, honestly, Tolan feels the most at home in, like, boring, stuffy, like, dignitary things. Because his parents dragged him along to so many You've of You've had some formal war- warrior training, having some traditional mm-hmm. Andorian culture. So the rush of blood that you kind of experience is a little, it it would be foreign to others, but to you it's normal. Your system is flooded from gills to toes with adrenaline to make your hair stand Mm. on end, and your vision is blurred. You are fucking angry. And you feel, yes. Sam, Um, if you would love a suggestion, if I could pitch something to you, um, you could easily tap uh, as an invoke my number one or Andorian aspect um, to to make me do some real dumb stuff. Oh, you're here damn it! Why because not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. this is why Ben calls uh, up daddy because <laughs> he always has to babysit. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, you're gonna be doing stupid things. You, you don't know what you're doing, but when you come to uh, yes. someone's uh, face has found their way to your fist uh, and you're furious and you feel like sickeningly like you could almost throw up like almost possessive angry uh, the... um, fist is good uh, the 
I, I specifically call out the Ushan Tor in that aspect because uh, he, Tolan loves the expressions that he, people put on their face when he pulls it out for I a duel. I would like to think that you don't kill someone yet, but, like, it's... Yeah, I mean, it's blunted. <laughs> All right. You've seriously hurt Tolan. somebody who, who, who there's kind of blood up there. There's a little bit of, of screaming in the, in the crowd. The speaker is still speaking. The speaker's a nervous speaker and is kind of going forward full strength ahead. And everyone, please roll initiative. Friends, I, I don't do remember apologize. how that works. For losing my temper. Uh, just roll a, a straight it's d4. Four. Okay. Four. Okay. Or you straight uh, four dice. I mean, I got two. Two. Oh. Let me write this down. I got another minus one. Oh god, I got a minus two. <laughs> everyone at this conference I have nothing is so if not consistent tonight. Everyone at this conference is so pretty, pretty. No one can concentrate. So that goes with agility. <laughs> Um, let's just, I think Sam said yeah, it was just a straight, straight roll. roll. Oh, uh, one. So Ben's one, Nika's minus two. What else we got? I got a two. Nika's two. I got, I got a got minus a one. Uh, that's Eli minus one. Anyone else? Uh, Landon, yep, what you got? I've got a two. Two. Okay. All right, uh... Taylor, you're fucking furious. Uh, you feel like people are after you. You feel like they're out to get you. You feel like they're out to get Beast. Uh, and you feel like they're fucking looking at him. And you can't take that right now. You have never been so stressed. I'm screaming about spies and assassins. Yeah, yeah. It's great. What do you do? <laughs> um, so, am I? do I like currently have someone like by oh, the you collar or whatever? Down for the count. And you're, you're there, okay. there's more people. Some um, of them seem stressed. Yeah. Uh, if this was a comic book, this would be like a big splash page as like Tolan is standing over them, like holding the their shirt as they're down and just like waving a fist around, screaming, spies, assassins! Okay, Tolan, you see closing on you. If you had your wits about you, you'd, you with your cultural understanding would be able to tell that it's a Klingon Tahar master. Oh, good. Tolan smiles really wide. And says, I've always wanted the honor of facing one of you. Okay. So, for, shit. just so you guys know, yeah, shit is right. To Heart Master. <laughs> I'll just read the description here. Cleon Warrior who has reached legendary status among his peers and supporters. <laughs> so, enjoy your life. All right. Uh, What's left of it? Now, the Tavar Master, I will say for the benefit of the people room, since people, he did indicate for people to watch him and, and to look at that area. So, people are watching him, you guys can see. The Tavar Master is not like the other people. The other people are screaming bloody murder. This guy is making sure people get down on the ground okay, disarming people. He is he is not taking over, overtly aggressive actions, and he's doing things calm, cool, collected, and very toughly. But that's last on Taylor. For Taylor, this guy is, is a spy, assassin, out to get him, out to steal everything he likes. This guy, Taylor, you believe this guy killed uh, Marat. Killed him. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That is Damn. true in your world. So I... I let go of the shirt of my my first um, the first assassin who yeah. came at me, um, and uh, I look down at my at my Ushan Tor that is that bladed knife thingy, and I go, "It is such a pity that this is blunted." Um, and I would love to do just like one of those spinning tornado like thingies, um, and this is gonna be straight out of like one of those cheesy '90s like martial arts movies where like a bunch of unruly youths learn how to fight. Um, 
and like Lincoln Park is playing. Uh, <laughs> should I roll like yes. agility yes. or something? Yes. Nika, Horar was his disappointment in the game. Who like is missing? Oh, and no. now he believes that this person killed his boyfriend, even though that's not true. It's like nobody told Tolan that Klingons are just naturally furry. It's like that's that's cat hair. <laughs> um, we are gonna we are gonna hit a really good off with a six total for my agility nice. to attack. You strike this this Klingon warrior in this mutual conference in the Triangle Legion of Space, who's a Dahar master. When you don't have a Federation starship in orbit, I'm just gonna listen. Lay it out there we're in a making sentence. great decisions. <laughs> So you sure do that. Okay. Oh boy, do I. Um, I, I'm not striking to like just like attack or do damage. I'm trying to um, create an advantage for myself later. Uh, I'm trying to like put him off balance okay. uh, or disarm. Um, you try that. This guy's a Dahar master. Uh, he, uh, you, you hit him, it, it does some level of stress, but there's no advantage in future rolls, and he is engaging with you. I, I rolled, um, pretty perfectly with that. Great. Okay, uh, Landon. Yep. You're not in that area uh, where Taylor is, but Taylor's in, I, I'd almost say, like, a mosh pit of chaos. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I had, uh, assumed. <laughs> is, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> well... I had a theory of something I could do to at least uh, take care of uh, Tolan, maybe, but I'm not sure if I could be able to get through the crowd to him. Uh, I was thinking about trying to run up on him and just get behind him and back of the neck with the hypo spray sedative yeah, to work. knock him out. If you can close to him and, and, and land a hit, you can, you can, you can certainly do that. Okay. Uh, that's what I'll try to do. I'll just try to close in on him. Um, Roll willpower. With this. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, that is a five total. Great! You're able to do so. It's sickening feeling. You feel like a really pumped up, but you're able to resist it. Uh, I'm not going to give you any information or prevent you from going into information but if from current events you have a theory you can go off that theory as, as player knowledge and character knowledge you know what i mean so you can know yeah. you can know whatever you want to know i'm just not going to tell you anything extra <coughs> yeah you're able to close you, you can't have given go ahead. Sorry. oh yeah i was just gonna say i think once grix feels this feeling and after the event of the freighter and what we found out on that, um, I th I don't think Grix will kind of push himself further towards Tolan. But what I will do is I will have that spray at the ready, and instead I am going to in Andorian yell out some curse words towards Tolan <laughs> to try to get him off the. Klingon guy and start heading more towards me. Okay. And so I roll like a social. Social, I guess this is a deception. Yeah, deception, deception Unless works. I can pull off empathy. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't say empathy for this. It'd be deception. Okay. That's a one. Oh. <laughs> you scream, but he's he's he believes that he's confronting Marar's killer 
Uh, ben. All right. So have I? Did I? Did I get to leave or not? Like you walked towards the exit. <laughs> All right. Also, Sam, I hate to interrupt this, but uh, it's um, it's Moran. Moran. <laughs> so, Sam, you're dealing with one of the, despite like current circumstances, you're dealing with one of the greatest minds Starless Fleet has ever seen right now in Asher. Are you talking about yourself? So, he's <laughs> had that, time. How's that going, of course. Ben? Do what? Feel it. <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. So, he he's had time since, uh, like, analyzing the ship and everything from the last time of, like, what's going on with the Orion using it as a weapon. And that was actually why he was coming, was to scan for that specific thing and try to find yeah. it. Uh-huh. So, does he find it anywhere? Like, I'm assuming that that's going on right now. Uh, yeah, roll, roll resources or reasoning? Reasoning. That is a four on reasoning. You can find symptom, but not cause, uh, and you can Dang. map it geographically with that because there's a lot of people that like create like a perfect sphere. So you can pinpoint um, origin points with this, or like centers of it. You can see that there's two circles going on, one on either side, uh, and you can mark the origin point or person with that as well. Uh, tie that to the exam. Does that make sense? So I can kind of I have a an idea of where like the the resonance would be coming from is that you what you're telling me more than that but like if the if the object uh, of origin was say a person you can track that person's life signs and have the electric order continue to track them so you, you, uh, you did good I want now you've you've understood that some of this is more psychic than it's commonly referred to as pheromone that's a, a bit of a misnomer with orions it's, it, it's a bit psych- psychically active that can't really be be read uh, by tricorder it can if you're like hooked up to a brain scan but uh, you know what I'm saying? But you can still track from the symptoms for everyone a whole radius. You can see the perimeter of it, uh, and you can target and tag the origin points. Then I want to look for the origin point. Good. You've got two people. Okay. Uh, we'll start making my way toward them. Okay, gotcha. Taylor is kind of close to one, uh, and, and Grix is, is closing there, too. Uh, Eli. Do I have my phaser on me? Yes. Okay, so um, Wainwright would pull out the phaser, set it to stun, and he would yell out to Tolan, Tolan, stand down. And then if Tolan doesn't, he's going to take aim and shoot to stun. It's a big crowd. People, you know. You still want to do that? I would move closer first to try and not hit an innocent bystander, but my primary goal right now is to get Tolan subdued because Whoa. we are here as because uh, we are here as representatives of the Federation. Roll uh, willpower first. Uh, what does a two give me? <laughs> <laughs> You're able to continue with the mission. You're losing track of a little bit of why, at least for a moment. You got to focus on why. And you're really fucking... Why is Tolan fucking this up? God damn it, Tolan. You are so mad at Tolan, you cannot even stand it. Well, then I imagine I would want to shoot him even more. (laughs) (laughs) 
Give me so I am going to shoot to stun. Yeah, on the guy that told me which one was small arms, I forget. But uh, your character, let's see. Do you have it? Which one it is? Uh, I don't know which one it is. I do not remember what the guy said. I'm the worst. I will pull it up. I think I have uh, the rules somewhere on my computer. Just give me, uh, I'll give you a choice. You can give me... You can give me perception, or you can give me um, perception or strength. Strength it is. Okay. Uh, plus three on the dice, and then plus three for strength, so plus six overall. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Um, Taylor, roll for defense real fast. Uh, okay. Is that with agility? Yeah. I get. I get a three total. Ash or uh, Winwright, he is tased, we'll say, but okay. he is. Um... Sorry, uh, he is tased but not out. So you've stunned him enough that should have incapacitated him, and it is not for some reason. Something is keeping him building, and he continues to attack. Okay, if. Um... Okay. So he's still up and he's still, like, uh, trying to punch people and stuff. It, it didn't, like, slow him down at all? Uh, yeah, uh, it didn't slow him down as much as. It, he should be out cold, but he, he is continuing to move. And he's still continuing to move into attack against the Dahar Master. Uh, but, you know, it, it certainly didn't slow him down. Uh, continuing right around, we have Nika and Beast. Okay. Um, I would like to see if I could try and to pinpoint where, um, the, like, this change of the emotion is coming from. Absolutely. Give me your sheet, what I want. Come here. Give me reasoning or resources. And because of your background, uh, you can take a plus two. Uh, plus two dice, or just a plus two to that skill? Plus two to your score. Whatever you get. Okay. Okay, so I got a six. Total? (laughs) Yes, yeah. Okay. That's really really good. good. Yeah. 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 So four in the character sheet usually is the limit of, like, uh, like a plus four modifier is the limit of, like, training, like a normal person can do, without any sort of, like, modification or that sort of thing. <clears throat> yeah, you can you can see them. You can almost feel them in a in a very real way, uh, and you could. Uh, they're not necessarily expecting you. You could try to take some action, uh, feeling their aura. Oh yes. Um, okay, so if I know who it is, um, I would like to. So I'll say that you can you catch a side of them. Ben tracked them too. Ben has their life science tracked, so he, he doesn't actually see their faces. He's looking at his computer. So mm-hmm. he knows their location yeah. better than you. You know their face better than him. So I'll give you some okay. information that's unique to you there. They're human. They're scared. They're stressed. And they're like kids. They're very young. So that's weird. But you're sure. You're sure. You're, you're not. Uh, you're very familiar with this sort of a thing. And you're, you're certain that's origin. 
Um, okay, can <coughs> I try to... Um, I would like to try to do my special thing and just convey a feeling of, like, joy and happiness and, like, general good, like, gladness. Roll persuasion. No, that's okay. amazing. That's still good. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 still very good, Nika. Yeah. Uh, so they've got these sort of um, spheres of influence that are a big part of the room. So do you. Mm-hmm. So anyone around you with a broad meter is is good, has their full faculties, and, and is able to think and, and feel okay, even, even with what's going on. Uh, as you move, that'll move with you. you. You have total confidence in that. Okay. Okay, uh, Beast looks to you for direction. Um, oh gosh. I think that I would just look at him and just say, like, very quietly, and just be like, <clears throat> don't do anything sudden or do anything to bring attention to ourselves. Okay, he stays close to you. Okay, um, Taylor. Hello. Taylor. This Tahar Master. Yeah, he gets a roll on you first. Oh no. Good. Dad, you're not here to help. Roll defense. I would love to, Sam. That is another three. Okay. Okay, now you've got um you've got extreme stress from having been shot. Does that affect rolls with us? Um, I don't think so, unless uh, Eli was trying to create an advantage, in which case he could apply, like, aspects to me, right. like, um, stunned or, like, okay. what have you. Okay, yeah, he, was, he certainly tried um, to stun you, but you were, it didn't disengage you from this melee that is the sole focus, unnatural, like, almost magical focus of your attention. Uh, so, mm-hmm. no, you, you, you shift your head moves to the left just when a Dahar Master's fist uh, occupies that space that your head just was, uh, hits you a bit of your shock white hair. Um, and it's your turn. Oh, good. Uh, since we are closed in <coughs> melee combat, I'm going to do uh, a quick twirl around and try to get behind the Dahar Master um, and then uh, do a strike to the back of the okay. head. Um, and with agility, that is another three. I'm just rolling threes straight. Can we just like say that that's what I'm rolling on everything now? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what it is. You got a hairpin of a 50-50 chance to hit here. Oh my god. Uh, I could show the camera, but then what does that prove? It just proves that I have a dice with numbers. <laughs> Good. But he did a crit fail, so he is oh, completely yes. down for the count, and you are not, because you are not physically capable of going right now, going non-lethal. So he is he is potentially very hurt. Okay. On the on yeah, top. Out on the ground. Um, so that's a spread of seven. Does he have any armor on? Yeah. Okay, because that armor would soak up points from that difference. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so cushions his his blow as he falls to the ground a bit, but he is out cold. Nice. Um. Oh boy, if he killed Moran though, Tolan's gonna keep going on. Yeah. Him. Th- let's say that's your turn for now, though. Let's give Landon a chance. Grix. All right. Um. Have I gotten any closer to Tolan? 
Yes. No, you can, you can close. Because of that field. You, you can close. And because of all of his distractions, you, you're going to be able to roll with advantage on him to attack him. He is he is, has one focus on his world, and it's not you. Yeah, uh, I am going to... And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to drain my two floating stat points from previous host ability that we gave me for being a pure. Okay. To apply to this roll, because I really want to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause Tolan to go to sleep. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please put All me right. to sleep. Do it. Nico, we're in a precarious alliance right now with the Klingon Empire, and kind of Earth being a free place depends on that alliance holding. Yeah. Gotcha. We're making great first impression here. Just saying. Well, I mean, we can kind of blame it on Andorians. If we really <laughs> really What'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get? Uh, I rolled a four... And with my previous host of plus two, that's six. I figured agility would be my attack, so that's also a two, so that's eight. Wow. Holy that is the maximum bro. I can do. Damn. Damn. Tolan, everything goes dark Jeez. in your world. Oh, good. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's let's cut out of initiative a little bit, and anyone who, who feels the need to, to do things can, can just let me know what, if anything, you want to do. Uh, I think Grix as soon sing the blow that the Klingon took as soon as Tolan was knocked out and kind of brushes Tolan to the side he'd you know be trying to speak a little bit of Klingon to try to check the injuries of their leader dude in a non-threatening manner. It's just the one there. You can begin administering uh, first aid. Yeah, that probably is a good idea. Yeah, I'm going to try to do first aid and all that to the the Klingon. Okay, so you attempt to try to heal this Klingon. There's blood, you notice, kind of uh, around him on the ground. Uh, And Tolan was armed with a a knife as well. And as as Grix does that, Wainwright's going to rush over, like, kick the blade away from Tolan and try to subdue him and like make sure that if he wakes up and decides to continue to punch people he cannot do so roll perception uh Uh, plus two on the dice plus two perception so plus four total there's a uh, flash of red outside of the room you know that there's no transporting in this room that's shielded from that but that red that you're seeing flash there might be Klingon transporter signs so you know that this person's people might be with him soon. Okay. Um, do we have communicators? Yeah. Okay. Um, I would get on the communicator and I would contact Dr. Cunningham and say, uh, Dr. Cunningham, this is Wainwright. Um, I think we may have some company inbound. Um, I just saw a flash that looked like a teleporter. Um, just giving you a heads up. I appreciate that, Wayne Wright, but uh, if I don't get to the source of what's going on right now, I, it's not going to matter who's here right now, really. No, I, I, I understand. I just wanted to make you aware. Um, I have Grix and Tolan here, so I can keep an eye on them. Um, I don't know where you are and just wanted to... Um, give you a heads up to keep your head on a swivel all right i appreciate it and uh, i will be looking but right now i'm kind of trying to figure out what is causing everything to go crazy right now if i can do anything to help let me know uh, all right You're i right. will 
Yes, I was just gonna ask if I could um, move closer to the sources. Yes. You, like try to scout them out. You can. Uh, left or right? Right is the one that Taylor's at. Left is the one that there's just more chaos. It's been less subdued. Uh, I'll go left. Okay. You go left. There's a thick view of people. Beast is able to make a path for you. You and Beast can move more freely than anyone else, uh, kind of because of Beast. Uh, and as you move, people calm down, uh, usually begin first aid treatment, are able to get a head on the folders. Even if they're in circumstances that are horrific, they're really able to think and, and process well. Uh, you can feel Beast very intuitively, and as soon as you are getting closer to the dude, uh, you, you know that he's anxious to, to, to go. If you if you give him the go-ahead or just a flicker of emotion, he's going to try to get the guy. Um, I think I will. Okay. I just want to give him that, like, that mental... Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he he just moves so fast, uh, just, just, and just, just picks up this guy... And he's got this very young, maybe 18-year-old uh, human in kind of civilian garb on him. Uh, the guy's radiating out an aura, you can tell. Uh, and he's doing it kind of almost whether he wants to or not. He seems crazy stressed out. He's kind of crying. He kind of doesn't seem to want to be there. But he's, he's there and he's doing it. Can I try to um, calm him down? Yeah. We're persuasion. And just do... Oh, I'm happy. Oh my gosh, same thing again. Goodness, five. Okay, he kind of chokes out. They wanted to prove or make an example of the worst suspicions, problems people have of Ryan's. They wanted to make it true. They're here. This is a distraction. They're they're getting some of the key speakers. Shouts out. Um, I would immediately look over to where the keynote speaker was to see, like, are they still there? Because you said they were talking yeah, for a while. Yeah, there's the one who's up there. Uh, she seems like kind of positively devastated at sort of what was happening in her life work in front of her eyes. This is this is kind of repugnant on a level where she's done a lot of work for, for the, mm -hmm. this culture and kind of in sort of the most offensive way to that culture possible. It's being ripped down in front of her face. So it's, it's a, right. a very stressful thing, but she is is there. You know, there are, are other scientists that you had uh, scattered out red dossiers on. Uh, people who are very VIPs who would be just beyond her kind of backstage. Does it look like anyone's missing? <coughs> you can't tell. It's backstage. Oh, okay. Um, okay, I want to try to find um, our the group. Okay. To see if I can, like, I need help. Perfect. Let me cut up to there. Ben, did, you would say you went right. I try to find us. Okay. You're there. You've got uh, you got Grix there. He's he's close by. Eli's aware of your situation. Uh, and, and, and Taylor and they were close to it. You can see right where the boundary of this thing begins and ends. Are you going to enter that boundary to try to find this person, or what are you going to choose to do? I'm following the track order, of, like where it's selling me to this person. You're, you're walking through the threshold. Yep. Roll willpower. Uh, that's a three willpower. Uh, yeah, you're 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 kind of able to. You're so mad at Tolan, like, and uh, it's insane how mad you are. I you're mean, not able to focus normal. on the tricorder very much. 
<laughs> it's just a normal day for you. Dad, don't be angry. Yeah. You're really struggling, but you're able to close some distance, and you can communicate freely to other people, uh, but other actions are going to be done with a disadvantage. Okay. Uh, can I get to where I think the source is coming from? No problem. Yep. Oh, shoot. Just a second, guys. Oh, I'm so sorry. I unplugged my, my headphones. Oh, but they're oh, no. good now. <clears throat> I just lost my willpower save, and I got so mad at everyone. <laughs> So I know I just I wrote a script, guys. I wrote a script. <laughs> it's okay. That's why I'm here. I, I like to break the script. Go, Benny boy. What's gonna happen? Uh, so, uh, do I see beasts like holding this person? I guess. You're there. They went left. You went right. All uh, right. What do I see people. then? Uh, you see chaos among the Tahar warrior uh, and T- and Tolan. T- T- it's Tolan, sir. Oh. Uh, and. Grix is right there. Grix is administering emergency first aid to a Klingon that's all fucked up. He's a very older Klingon with like kind of white hair. Uh, pretty well. He's clearly a leader, uh, perhaps of this house that he's with. Uh, and there's just kind of more chaos uh, 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 around around some people, kind of to their right. But I don't see like where the source is coming from. You know, in your tricorder, you just have to push through some more people. Uh, that's where I'm heading. I want to stop this. You do. There's a young kid. Uh, he's a college student. He's got a John Hopkins medical research uh, kind of jacket on him. Uh, I'll roll up my sleeve and pull out uh, my hypo spray, and I want to uh, put him to sleep. Roll with disadvantage. Okay. So that's a, a zero overall, I guess. <laughs> you miss. Oh, no. You, you like, you you have a plan. It makes sense in your mind. It doesn't make sense in your gut. <laughs> uh, so you I lose mean, the hyperspray at some point or another. It's no, a blind spot that's my that's my baby. It's, in my, it's you, in my sleeve. And you punch him. And you do do a lot of damage. Uh, but you are not able to focus on, like, what you understand in your mind to be the better course of action, your gut wants blood. Oh, no. <clears throat> but you hit him. Uh, let's see. I guess I'll tell him to step back. I was going to flip to other people, but you're kind of alone here. So, step in town. He misses badly. He, he almost doesn't want to be doing this, uh, but he's not able to hit you. All right, Ben, you can take another action. All right, am I still at disadvantage? Yes. All right, I want to put him to sleep. Yeah, you're walking up a hill on an escalator that's going down. Uh, All right, right All right, so that is a two with disadvantage. Okay, you're able to hit him. Uh, and you're able to get the other hand, and you're able to signal the kind of your people there. Uh, I think Beast and Vera are looking for you. So in, in short order, I'm able to get over there. Right? Would you agree, Mika? Mm-hmm. Okay. The yes. second they're there, you're calm. You're able to control it. You can even hyperspray him if you want. But uh, regardless, you see the aura dissipate as soon as, as, soon as Vera gets, gets within. And you feel you feel good. Uh, thank, thank you for the help. I don't... I don't know why these people are emanating. Like this aura of wanting to cause violence, but apparently this guy was one of the culprits. They, I talked to another one, and it appears that 
this is all just a facade for something more sinister happening back happening backstage. Well, I say we get backstage in, uh, like right now. Okay. You guys rush back there. There are Klingons coming up behind you that are going to have, have words with you soon. Uh, Grix, do you stay and administer a medical treatment? This guy, he, he needs that. Landon, if you're talking, we can't hear you. You might be muted. Oh, you're muted. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, can you hear Yay. me? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. So if the, the Klingon I'm at is still... You know, like his life's still in danger despite Grix either seeing out of the corner of my eye uh, Cunningham and uh, the others running backstage. I don't think Grix could leave this guy to bleed out possibly. Okay, you're staying there. So um, so is Tolan. The rest of you guys are running backstage and the doctor the SJ plays is gone without a trace. And let me guess, see where you guys are on time but that might be where we call it. Like, I probably. I can always come back. You want to come back? Okay. I said I can. I can always. So. Cool. All right. Well, that is gonna. We're gonna call it. SJ's character, who is the medical doctor on the, the Kepler, who has made some innovations, is gone. <gasps> oh no. Did you guys have fun? Yeah. I had a lot of fun. Yes. yes. Fun. I very had fun. <laughs> Nice. Nika, I'm so excited for them all to listen to all of your backstory because there's a whole audio drama that we've done uh, with her that like is 15 minutes of who this person is in the universe and everything. And it's pretty intense. Ooh, nice. It's so exciting. And I like the only sad part is just that I feel like about like towards the end of playing a new character for the first time is whenever you really get into like, okay, this is who I think they want to be mm-hmm. and like all of that uh-huh. stuff. So mm-hmm. we'll have to we'll have to bring her back. Cool. Well, I'm so excited we're gonna <laughs> be able to play again sometime. We'll have to be figuring out when that can work out. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I had yes, a I am too. Blast, guys! Thank you so much for humoring me and making me feel cute. Like Star Trek universe is just all my dreams coming true all the time. And I love it. <laughs> Thank you for Thank running, you. Sam. Yep. Yeah. Oh, good. Absolutely. Such a good story. Oh, you guys. It's a blast. Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. Everyone has such good characters. I love playing my good boy. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta have that race. We've yeah, got Taylor, I just we gotta check out the ship. We gotta get um, Tolan and Beast to like. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Taylor, I always think your character story is tragic. They don't need to. <laughs> it's listen. <laughs> well, and, I love it so. <laughs> and I mean, t- to be honest, though, I mean, Tolan thought he was gonna have a rough night, just not this type of rough. Yeah. He was like, this is going to be another boring. I'm going to have to, like, shake people's hands. <laughs> you guys, I, I don't know if you noticed, but I couldn't resist from writing myself a speech that I gave. <laughs> Just got to talk direct. It mm-hmm. was so good. Oh, thanks. It was very good. Yeah. Like yeah. mm-hmm. okay. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. This has been Highly Illogical. I'm Sam, your Q. You can find me at Creeptastic Sam on Twitter. Currently, my Twitter name is John Claude Man Sam. <laughs> nice. Uh, the show's Twitter is at Illogical Show. Uh, and I also do podcast where me and my wife talk about life, the universe, and everything in between. Uh, so you check out podcast sometime. And that's it for me. How about you, Nika? Where can folks find you on the internet? I am over on Twitter at Nika underscore Howard. Um, if you are so inclined, you can also check out um, Drunks and Dragons. They're at D&D Podcast 
or Love to Hate, which is a new one that I'm um, on with Brad and Steph and Kim, um, where it's just more of like a conversational, we talk about things we love, we talk about things we hate, and um, all of the fun jokes that happen in between those. Nice. And that one is, I think, Love to Hate Pod. I'm not for sure. It's brand new. We haven't released an episode yet, so. I cannot wait for that show to drop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It should be, I think, next Monday. Um, We're doing nice. it um, before, or the Monday before GeeklyCon, so that way people traveling can mm-hmm. download it and have Ooh. it to listen Is to. it the same pilot mm. that you guys had some time ago? Yeah, uh, yes. So we actually have been recording it um, for a while now. And we've tried to get, like, a full, like, first season recorded, so that way we can figure out, um, since Kim doesn't have, like, a regular schedule mm-hmm. for things, mm-hmm. the, try to just accommodate that and make everything as easy for everyone as possible. You guys are so smart with your pre-recording and your schedule. I just make shit and I throw it at the <laughs> internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's actually at love to hate cast on Twitter. Alrighty. Okay, uh, and how about you, Ben? That's, uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Bendy Cook, and really on, on the only other place is uh, sometimes I stream on Twitch, and it's at the Bendy Cook. So yeah, that's about it. Cool. And you are? You can find me on Twitter at the Viking Bear underscore underscore. Uh, hit me up on there, and I will suggest podcasts because that's pretty much all I do while at work is listen to podcasts. Um, so I listen to a lot. Same here. How about you, Landon? You can find me on Twitter at Solemn underscore Lyrian. You can find me on some random episodes on the Redacted File podcast. And currently working on something with Azer and Megan, but it's not close to being out yet. So I'll say what that is whenever it comes cool. out. Cool. Secrets. And how about you, Sailor? Hi. Um, you can find me all sorts of places. On Twitter, I am at Leviathan Files. Uh, you can also find the shows that I make. Uh, there are three of them. One is The Leviathan Files, a Mass Effect D20 actual play podcast. Uh, there is also Game Closet, which is my interview slash chat show with uh, queer and LGBT tabletop gamers uh, about all the cool projects that, that they do. Um, the one that launched this year is from the Jackals to the Shepherds that I mentioned at the top of the show. That's a quiet year podcast. Uh, I also write games. Um, you can find some of them on Drive Through RPG under Riverhouse Games Publisher, uh, or you can find everything that I've done at my website, riverhousegames.com. Didn't get enough Trek bending action in this episode? <laughs> <laughs> well, check out the rest at something. <laughs> if you want to be cool like Vera... <laughs> And get some merchandise that just draw our names on it with Sharpies. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Nika. Thanks so much for playing on the show, you and everyone. And we'll see you guys out there on the final frontier. You can find me at Typical oh Veronica on the internet. God, you got <laughs> <laughs> hey. I was so surprised. I was like, Oh my god, someone's audio is playing something else. <laughs> <You> got punked. <laughs> okay, guys, that was a lot of fun. We'll see you later. Yeah, it was. Yep. was bye. Super fun. Bye. bye. Yeah. Alright, love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. bye.
dick. <laughs> What's that one oh. movie with Paul Re- Paul Red in it? Do you know what I mean? Where he's like psyching himself up in the mirror. He's psyching himself up in the mirror and he's just like, I'm gonna give you that dick. <laughs> and this I don't other know, dude wants it. Watch it. <laughs> it's very funny. Any Does movie with Paul Red, I think, is is always really good. At one point, this other guy walks in the bathroom and goes, "Hey, are you all right, man?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah." Totally. <laughs> <laughs> is um, is it the one where? Oh my gosh, they go to the coffee shop too. Oh, uh, and he goes on the like tirade about how the coffee sizes are fucked up and wrong. R- role models. That sounds right. Yeah, that one. I only remember Paul Rudd talking about his dick, so I don't remember anything else. <laughs> really, there it was nothing else was important. <laughs> Looks like. Looks like it's from, um, it's from, uh, it's from a Wonderlust. Oh, okay. Yes. Because I typed into Google, Paul Rudd, I want to give you that dick. And the first, like, (laughs) six things, (laughs) it's just YouTube videos of that clip. But, Eli, to be fair, that's just something like Googling. That's true. You type that in anyways. Hey, hey, Sam, I told you that in confidence, and now you're just, like, <laughs> blowing me up, and we have this recorded? Come on now. Oh, shit. I, oh, come on now. Just came out here to have a good time, and now I feel like I'm putting put on blast. I'm feeling very attacked right now. 